Welcome to Lighthouse 805 Podcast. We are in our Get Behind Me series, and today's message is number four, Healed by Jesus. Good morning. Welcome to Lighthouse 805 Church. Thank you so much for tuning in today to watch our podcast and to hear this message. We are continuing in our sermon series, Get Behind Me. I love this word, behind. In the New Testament, it it is opizo. That is a Greek word, opizo. It means follow, it means behind, it's also significant of proximity. And we find this word a lot of times when people come in contact with Jesus. When he says, come follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. He's talking to Peter, says, get behind me, Satan. It's this word that we see over and over and over. And when it's used, someone's life is changed. Today we're looking at the woman with the issue of blood when she comes behind Jesus. El Pizzo. She is following after him. She touches the hem of his cloak and she is transformed. She is healed. What better time to talk about healing than when we're all social distancing, right? Let's look at the scripture. Luke chapter 8 verse 40 says this, on the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowds. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming behind Jesus, that's the opizo, circle that in your Bible. Coming behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe immediately the bleeding stopped. Today's message, I I wanna look at her posture, her past, and her position. There's really some things, some interesting dynamics going on with this woman, and in the middle of the story, there's several things happening, right? Let's look at her posture. Number one, posture. Looking back at the verse one more time, I wanna look at the posture of the crowd and this woman. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus, because they had been waiting for him. Their posture was welcoming and waiting. And I don't know about you, but when I'm sick and hurting and frustrated, it could be emotionally sick, it could be mentally sick, it could be physically sick, it could be any of the sicknesses, right? The last thing I wanna do is sit around patiently waiting and welcoming right? Just leave me alone. Let me be in my bed, (laughs) isolated. Like I'm going to, I'm just cranky, right? When when we're hurting, we're, we're we're not only physically hurting, but things kind of, they, you know, like I'm going to, I'll be the first to admit, like I snap a little bit, right? If I'm not feeling well, I'm just cranky. Patty, where, you know, whatever. And, and the interesting thing is she's been hurting for 12 years and she's welcoming and waiting for Jesus. That's her posture. I think that plays into the story a lot more than we give credit for because it shows her faith level, right? She's hurting. She's, everything is going wrong in her life, right? We, we find a glimpse in a story that she has gone to all these physicians. She's gone to seek a cure and nothing is happening. And yet she's waiting for Jesus with arms wide open right? She's here to welcome him into the city. And I love this attitude. And I want to challenge you. 
is your faith in a posture of welcoming and waiting on Jesus to move? Right, she's been waiting for 12 years for healing. I don't know about you, but I've been waiting on Jesus for a long time for certain things in my life. And I want to challenge you, no matter how long you wait, have a welcoming heart about it. Right, Not not a grumbling, complaining, God, I asked you last night for this to be resolved. Can you fix it, please? No, that's not welcoming and waiting. This is welcoming and waiting. God, I, I love you. I appreciate you. I know you're going to show up because your promises say this, this, and this. Right? Remind God of the verses that come to mind of the promises over your own life. I'm going to welcome and wait for Jesus to move. I'm going to follow him wherever he goes, wherever he leads me, and that's my posture. Okay, that, that's the step one of waiting on Jesus to heal us. And right, p- please, please don't misunderstand when I say healing. I'm not just talking about physical healing, right? This, is, this goes to all healing. Heal all past hurts. Heal past relationships. Heal, heal mentally things that we're just burdened by. Heal the weights that are weighing us down. Heal the e- emotional state we're in, Right? Maybe the fear, the anxiety that might be keeping us socially isolated right now, those can be healed too, right? We need to have those in the correct posture is where it all starts. I am welcoming and waiting on Jesus to move. Amen? Number two, the the interesting thing about this woman is her past, right? We have a glimpse into that in Luke Chapter 8, verse 43, a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She could find no cure, right? This lady has tried everything. She's gone to physicians. She's gone to the rabbis. She's gone everywhere. In the Synoptic Gospels, it it talks about this a little bit more. And I want to challenge you, dig deeper. Go into the Bible study and, and read more about this yourself. This woman had suffered for 12 years. I feel like the longer we're waiting on something, the stupider we can get sometimes, right? Like you find this DIY cure-all thing and you start doing it and halfway through, you're like, what am I doing? Right, it's, <laughs> it's silliness. The longer something takes for Jesus to show up, sometimes the dumber we can get in waiting. And so this lady had tried everything before Jesus, and she's at her wit's end. She's over it. She just needs Jesus. At some point, we'll come to a conclusion, my past is is behind me, and now I need to be behind Jesus. We need to move forward with our lives. So her past, past is interesting because A, it says that she suffered, and B, She had no fulfillment. She was suffering. And yet she went out of her way to follow Jesus. Right? When we're suffering, the last thing we want to do is go the extra mile in finding something. Right? It's like, oh, I'm in so much pain. You know what I want to do today is go for a hike. Right? That's That's not the first thing that comes to our mind, right? I'm in a lot of pain. Let me just stay home. Let me get some pajamas. I might make it out of bed to the couch. Maybe not. Right? When we're suffering, it prevents us from moving forward. But that's where our faith starts stirring up things. That's where, that's where healing starts happening. It's when we say, you know what? I might be suffering, 
I know I've tried everything else, but Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the direction. Jesus is everything. And being no fulfillment. I love this. She had no fulfillment. She didn't feel whole. She, she tried everything else. She tried every other, like, five ways to get rid of this. You know, every YouTube video. She, just kidding. She didn't have YouTube. She tried everything else, right? Nothing else worked. She wasn't fulfilled. Her, her, her life was still longing for something else. And I think what's interesting is if we go past the, the physical needs that we have, but the mental things, the emotional things, the relationships we're craving, whatever it might be, we can find ourselves getting into trouble or going the wrong way where we're not fulfilled with those. You know, it's like we're frustrated at work, so we go home, and then it's like, oh, let me just watch TV and, and do this or do that, and, and we're trying to fulfill those needs that they're not going to satisfy us. We need Jesus to show up. That's the only way. No matter what we try to do our, in our own life, we'll not feel whole without Jesus. Number three, position. The entire sermon series is, is looking at people's position in relation to Jesus, right? We're tracking this word apizo, meaning behind or follow or following right? It's this action of pursuit. And we're looking at her position because we need to have a position like her to Jesus, right? He was fully surrounded by this crowd and she was hemorrhaging blood. And and just a side note here, the interesting thing is the Bible really says that her ailment was hemorrhaging blood right? It doesn't go into say she was sick for 12 years, but it really references this blood concept. And the interesting thing about the Bible in relation to blood is it really defines it. In in Deuteronomy chapter 12, it actually calls blood life. And I I like thinking about this in relation to this woman. She's, She's hemorrhaging blood, which the Bible references as life. She is, her life is drained, She's in this draining season where she just feels depleted and weak and she comes in, pushes her way through the crowd, forces her way in just to find Jesus and get in position behind him. Luke chapter 8, verse 44, coming up behind Jesus, O Piso, she touched the friends of, fringe of his robe. Immediately the bleeding stopped. I love it. It's so simple. It's so basic. It's so understandable. When we have a position where we're following Jesus, he touches our lives, right? Her, her faith action is literally saying, I'm going to come behind Jesus and I'm going to touch Jesus. I'm going to reach out. I'm gonna, and it's, it's not about a physical thing. It's about a mental thing saying, I'm going to chase after Jesus no matter what's happening in my own life. I feel drained, I feel weak, I feel hurt, and I'm going to chase after him. No matter what my obstacles are, right? She had to go through all these people, make her way through all these people to get a hold of Jesus. What in your life is trying to prevent you from getting a hold of Jesus, from following after him no matter what? 
Because Jesus' mission wasn't her. Right? We, we read in the first thing, Jesus' actual mission in this moment was to go save a 12-year-old dying girl in a room, and he was going after that. And she said, Jesus is here for all of us, and I, my faith action is I'm going to step out and go after Jesus. Right? He, he was detoured in this moment by this woman's tenacity to go after her healing. When we follow Jesus, there's healing. I love it. The, the Bible talks about this physical healing that happened with this woman, and, and I know I've touched on it throughout the message, but not only is there physical healing, there's emotional healing, there's mental healing, there's, there's all of it. When we, when we decide to chase after Jesus, follow after him, right? Following after him in, in our prayer, in reading the Bible, in our, in our thoughts, in our daily life. And so we wake up, we're in prayer with God and we go into worship. And this is chasing after Jesus. In chasing after Jesus, there's healing in our lives, right? We, we don't allow our life situations to take us away from the pursuit of Jesus, but instead we say, no, I am denying myself from, from falling into temptation of just throwing everything into the wind and I'm not gonna let my worrying and anxiety derail me from following and loving Jesus, right? And I think that's the beauty of it because in our pursuit to find Jesus, the things that wanna take us out are the things that are healed, right? And I love this because Jesus describes this in the synoptic gospel of not just that she's healed, but that she's made whole, right? Everything about her. And so not only is she healed physically, but she no longer has to have worry and anxiety of what's going on in her life. She can now go back to how she wants to live and follow Jesus and, and everything, right? Her family, all, all, these, all these things that are happening. And, and I, I want to challenge you, when you follow Jesus, he heals you in every part of your life. What do you need healing in? And as you're sitting at home and, and watching this or listening to this podcast, um, I want you to think of what's something that you want to see Jesus heal in your life? Is it a past hurt? Is it a relationship? Is it, is it something that happened at work? It, is it something that's in your body that you need healing? I want to challenge you, write it down and start chasing after Jesus in the scriptures that he's written in the Bible. Right, find scriptures that apply to your healing. Start holding on to those. Start memorizing and start chasing after those. Let those be like you're reaching out behind Jesus to say, I love you and I want to see these healing and these are the promises you have for me. I'm not going to live in fear. I want this fear healed in my life. I'm not going to live in anxiety. I want this anxiety healed in my life. My, my left hip has been hurting for years. I want this, I want this healed in my life. Healing that Jesus gives. Wherever you're at, just tell him what you need healing in. Let's pray. Lord, you are a God that heals. You are a God that loves, that cares, that, that leads. Lord, would our, would our posture be welcoming and inviting and waiting? And would our position be following after you no matter what? Lord, bring healing to our lives. In your mighty name, 
Amen. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this message and want to check out other parts of the Get Behind Me series, visit our website at www.lighthouse805.com. See you next time.